I don't have a fucking Facebook in front of me. Oh. Do you have an I'm intro? here to do a fucking podcast, bitches. I'm not on my phone. Did you write an intro at all? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Snob City, it's Beer Plus Three, where we clear the P-Ram one beer at a time. <laughs> I'll clear your P-Ram, Jeff. <laughs> yes, you will. With me today is, is the Mac Master himself, Richter for Anderson. Greetings. Also here on his last trip through the uh, Beer Plus Three for a short while, Mr. Olympia. The government man himself, G-Man, Mike Zamora. You know, I know I don't have to say this out loud, but once he's done clearing your P-Ram, I'll look it up. I'm going to clear <laughs> some fucking it, P-Ram. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also with us is a lady, a real lady. That's right, it's Breathe the Intern. Say hello, lady. Hello. She's a lady. <laughs> What's new, pussycat? It is November something. And we Sixth. are. Sixth. And we are Beer Plus Three. <laughs> that, okay. I'm not sure about that intro. <laughs> I love, I love that. It's six. Six. Just resounding six. That was awesome. That was great. No, I think so that intro cut. I think uh, we have such a master editor on our team that uh, I think he can, he can get gold out of that. He can, he can, he can, he can squeeze those teats and still tell gold right. just leaks from them. <laughs> yeah. I, I think maybe uh, you're exaggerating my skills a bit, but yeah, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Just take the fucking compliment. Okay, I will. There you go. Good boy. I'll just learn how you to teat squeezing. <laughs> Speaking of compliments, I'm really enjoying the beer I'm drinking. Yeah. Oh, this rustic is just rustically, rustically awesome. Hey, I've been I've been looking for the last few minutes trying to figure out what a rustic is, and I can't. But uh, thank you. Yeah. See, this is why you're. This here. is a rustic, I guess. Yeah. It's uh, sour. It's bitter. Uh, I almost it almost tastes like a uh, like a uh, a really good fucking beer. It's skunky. Skunky. <laughs> no, it's not. Though. I don't know if that's skunky the word is I would on the pick. nose, yeah. but on the aftertaste is. And when you get the skunk on the aftertaste, that's when you no longer want the beer. Yeah. This is the skunk right out front, and then after that, it just goes... Oh. It feels like I'm drinking three different beers at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, it's Absolutely. confusing my palate. <laughs> it is definitely very complex. Um, it's massaging my palate into a fervor. <laughs> I'd imagine, and I know somebody who doesn't really appreciate sours all that much, but if she could have this beer... She'd probably be enjoying it. I'm she sure. did taste it. What do you I, think? I tasted oh, it. Oh, you did taste it, a, huh? I had a little taste. It was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. It wasn't very sour to me. Beer. No, yeah, but like not at all. Beer? I think it's the secondary flavor is really where the sour comes in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a solid four and a half for me. I mean, this is... Yeah, I'd give, I'd, I'd give this a four easy. I, th- I think we're going to agree on that. I think four, four and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, four and a half, solid. That's what this... I, I thought that's what we were drinking. We were drinking a Radler first night when I... Can I beat him? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what 
Father's tastes like. That's what the ones I've had taste like. I will pelt you with popcorn. Oh, you die. bastard. Don't you attack me with popcorn. I will attack you with popcorn. Boys, boys, boys. We're inside. Inside games only. <laughs> you know what? He's the, one he, fucking piece. He's of not wrong. There's a bit of citrus in here, though. So if you were mm. like, if you were thinking the lemony, yeah. grapefruity kind of flavor of some of those rattlers, yeah. you, you, could, you can almost taste that in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is. It is a cornucopia of taste. <laughs> Caramel colored, golden. <laughs> taste fruit like it's probably salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Seven percent alcohol. I bet somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeff's not escaping sober. <laughs> not today. House, so, I mean, that's fine. I rarely escape sober anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, before the before the podcast, we were talking about a um, kamikaze survivor. <laughs> Somebody would like to explain that one. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, that just yeah. sounds... So, pouring from your hard drive. Yeah. How do we get rid of that without pre-funking our P drive? <laughs> he zapping our what? There was like seven steps to remove files from a hard drive, yeah. and then it 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 brought up the um, Mac scammers that say that your computer's broken, and you have to call, and then they'll charge you to fix the computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that became a mess. But um, <laughs> I I used to be a caregiver, and I still help out my my old mm-hmm. vet. I love him to death. Um, he, he and his wife. His wife. He's 90, 89, and she's ninety five. Oh wow! Yeah, and, and I bet she's going a lot stronger than he is. Oh yeah, hmm. actually, yeah. yeah. Um, Women are tougher. Just basic fucking fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and does it come uh, from eating the taint? Is that why they're stronger? <laughs> oh my God! Oh, that taint could. story. <laughs> Condition. Yeah, I was this say, is like this is, thing yeah. that they actually can can uh, um, if they're stressful or sad, they this liquid comes into them. And actually, the men are the ones that can die of heartbreak. A woman can't. Well, I think we. All well, know yeah, that. that's because women are smarter than that. <laughs> no, no, no. It is something physical, you know. Phys- in oh, body. I know. <laughs> no, it's because it's funny that in the romantic novels it's always a woman that dies. No, actually, the ones that can die of heartbreak literally are men, not women. Awesome! It's because the hearts of women are made of ice. <laughs> it's true. I was going to say stone, but I think ice. Works She's too. as cold as ice, willing to sacrifice our love. Yeah, she's ninety-five. Yeah. Um. So what's the problem? She's not putting out. He's got, oh, he's got shit. more needs. Uh, you know. <laughs> Holy shit! You he's know he's that. into he, he's into kink, right? And she's not. So he's got to get the porn. No, yeah. I, I think I think when people are getting into their nineties, anything is pretty much kink at that point. <laughs> no, no, Even, it's, it's straight chicks with dicks, straight across the fucking board. <laughs> Done. So you're helping. You want this- hermaphroditic porn? Every time you're helping this elderly gentleman remove porn from his computer. Yeah, well, so no, it's just it's just I still come over and I'll help him fix it. Like he needs help fixing his email, which the Mac e- email service is stupid as well. Um, <laughs> I don't know why people can't be normal. Just use fucking Gmail or Yahoo. No, they have to use this crazy outbox that's separate from the email, so you get to input all this stupid shit in order to make it work. God. That sounds um, like every other mailbox that I've ever used, but well, do you do you have? I don't think, I don't see the point of having multiple accounts. I just have one email. Oh yeah, and I make my life very easy and simple. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm picturing here, though? Is I'm picturing an old lonely dude. It's like, ah, I ain't seen Bree in a couple of weeks. He does do that, yeah. And then he'll make me up. <laughs> I, better, I better fuck my computer up. Like the drink? No, like like he'll actually bake me cookies and pies. Mm. And um, last he time he sent me home with a filet. Hey, he's a cook. And he sent me home with a, f- a salmon filet and a bottle of wine mm. for Brandon. So, yeah, I get pretty spoiled for... And he was one of the sailors in, on the, the ships in Pearl mm-hmm. Harbor? Yeah. Yeah, he has a story where he tells yeah. me that he watched his Did best friend Did he know Ben Affleck? <laughs> You know he probably did. Yeah, you know Ben Affleck is such a time traveler. Yeah. On what what uh, what ship is he talking about? Oh my god! You know, for the first time, I actually can't remember it. But I have a lithograph that he gave me that he had made of his ship in my car right now. Oh yeah, it's pretty fucking sweet. Well, go get it. Go get it, Brandon. <laughs> yes, Brandon, go get it. Was it's it? A, was it a? Come on, Windsorwood. Well known, a famous ship from yeah. yeah? Windsorwood. Interesting. Um, but the first time he, he, he's, he's also a writer the and he's actually given me copies of all of his books, which I also have in the car. What kind of stuff does he write? Um, he, lots of war fiction and then other weird eclectic stuff. Yeah. Um, no not slash not fiction. No, no slash <laughs> fiction. He, he writes snuff books. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's really funny. Um, cause all these books are written in, like if you were to meet him, they're written the way he talks, which is very much. What slash fiction Texan. from his generation would be? Ah, Agatha Christie, Christie, Crispy. I like it. I like Agatha Christie, Agatha Christie, and uh, Agatha Christie Pie. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to imagine what what his generation would be writing him. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but they're just random stuff, um, and they sound like an old text, and he's got horrible grammar. <laughs> and horrible spelling, and someone still publishes these things and rips them off of his money. And I, I seriously have gone tried to go through to edit his his uh, books, but by about two chapters into editing, I rewrote the first two chapters, so I had to stop. <laughs> um, I'm so mean. He's such a sweet, wonderful human too. He's so precious. But anyways, one day he pulls. He asked me to come into his office because I'm I'm done cleaning up the kitchen or whatever I'm doing, and he says, "I need your help. I have some." Some things that pop up on my internet that, you know, my wife will not be happy if she sees them. I'm like, what, what, did, what did you do? He's like, well, I was doing some research for my next book. Oh, and you were looking at hotgams.com. You know what? I've used right? that excuse, too. <laughs> and, you know, for a second there, I actually believed him because I would, because he, I, I don't know. He could be the kind of guy that needs a little bit of help in understanding how, oh, he, oh, I remember. He's like, I need to figure out how lesbians make love. I need to know exactly how they... Because do you know how they make love? I'm like, well, this really isn't a conversation I'm going to have with you since I am paid to be here. But I will say I do have worldly knowledge. He's going, please no, what you should describe have done. to me. Describe to me very slowly. What you should have done is say yes, turn around, and leave. Yeah. Anyway, so I ended up having to clear his hard drive of porn that he ended up getting downloaded onto his computer. and Totally on, on accident. It, like a bunch of porn against stuff. Against his will. Like, yeah. seri- like everywhere, all over the place. That and Vince Vaughn movies. So, so, yeah. so what's he into, though? He's into chicks. Uh, well, I mean, chicks I, on chicks, blondes, blonde, small-breasted, yeah. um, athletic, big hips. Dude, at 89, <laughs> you're into anything at that yeah. point. I mean, Anyways. Uh, um, look. Nipples. So there were a couple times in between this where I came and just came over. Like, after I stopped working, there, I would just come over and fix whatever's going on, his email, his internet, something. I would Google how to fix the Mac on my PC because Macs are stupid. And I'm always going to say that. 
Um, nice graphics, though. Mm-hmm. But um, then one time he goes, Brianna, I have a problem. I was on a website, and I got a call from the Mac people saying that they I have to pay them $200 in order to fix my computer. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck, it's the phishing scam. So I'm like, great, I'm going to go and clear off the virus on his hard drive and get rid of the, the uh, contaminated files and then tell this person who's calling my client to fuck off. Which I promptly did, and it felt really, really good. <laughs> nice. I actually got into it in an argument. He's like, well, don't you want me to... F-? This guy, thick Indian accent from New York, got into his huge <laughs> argument. He's like, well, I am. I'm, I'm Apple IT. I'm like, no, you're not. And he's like, well, how do you know I'm not? I'm like, because you're being a complete dick, and Apple doesn't charge to fucking fix their shit. You know, I'm just going to take this to a Mac store. Well, it wouldn't it be easier to just do it through me? I'm like, no. Now you're going to charge me money. Um... And uh, yeah, no, we just got we got into a huge shouting match, and I was like, yeah. Um, so after I fixed it, I I got rid of the virus and all the contaminated files, and God knows, and yelled at this poor Indian dude who's just trying to steal my guy's money. Um, <laughs> I look at I look at my client, I go, so where were you on the computer that made this happen? And he looks at me, and goes, well, Brianna, I just have to warn you, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> And once again, we went back to the world of Pornhub together, where I told him that, you know, bud, this might be a site you want to, uh, let me show you RedTube, because at this point, you're just going to fuck things up. <laughs> so. Couldn't you just get him, like, an iPhone so he can hit up the Tumblr and not have to worry about it? <laughs> well, you know. His eyesight is might be going a little bit. He, he needs, needs a, his zoom. Needs a bigger screen. Yeah. I think. Yeah. To, to fully appreciate. The, Actually, uh, I did that when I worked for uh, the cable company when I was uh, hooking up the cable modems. When I first started hooking up cable modems, right? Yeah. Met a guy that was ninety three years old. Uh-huh. Had his computer, but the guy had glasses, like three Coke bottle bottom glasses. I mean, we're talking. <laughs> Really thick glasses. Guy could not see worth a damn. So I had never really delved into the uh, the the Windows. Like they have stuff on there for disabled folks, All right? And one of them was blind, and you, they have that thing on there where you you can amplify or magnify. Sorry, yeah, magnify shit. So I got that on working, and he was just. Cats meow at the, after that. It was so funny. I mean, the, the place was just cluttered. My wife died back in 19... And, okay, okay. And it, the place is just piled. We're talking bachelor. I mean, yeah. I'm sure rooms in this house were, were touched for centuries. So it was just, yeah, it was something similar to that. And and he, I, I got his computer working to where he could actually see his icons, which were probably the size of his monitor at some point <laughs> because he was so blind. Oh, Just, whoop, buddy. Monitor. I've never seen that before. I'm like, it's, it's on your computer. <laughs> the newest version of the Mac has a feature where if you shake the mouse really rapidly, the, the mouse, the cursor on the screen goes, and, and it just it comes up with down. Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I, I'm a terrible person. That was a palsy <laughs> joke. I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, every time I do that, though, you can't turn it you off. You should disapprove. You can't turn it off. But every time, every time I get that little like, I'm not an old person. God damn it! I don't need to know where my mouse is. I can see it. You get so, too stressed out. Yeah, and then I start shaking, and then it does it again. Yeah. So I'm trying. <laughs> no, and then it goes, relax, man. Yeah, your cursor turns into into George Carlin. 
Calm down, man. Dippy, dippy weather. Yeah, 1970s yeah. George Carlin, not the 80s angry. No, that's the 60s George Carlin. Yeah. He did the, the hippy dippy weatherman in the 60s. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, then you start getting George Carlin angry. fan over here. Because he's fucking genius. He is. He is shit, piss, fuck, cut, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. Whoa. That's what he is. <laughs> Wait. Rat shit, bat shit, dirty old twat, 69 assholes tied in a knot. Hooray, lizard shit, fuck. <laughs> I don't even know that one. <laughs> it's That's rare George Carlin right there. I, uh, I used to actually do that in high school football games. <laughs> I wasn't popular so the cheerleaders wouldn't do it with me He freaked me out as a kid I remember watching him on Saturday Night Live I probably told you guys about this Or told somebody about it recently no, But uh, I don't think so Saturday Night Live I was watching it uh, Maybe six years old And he's on And this was back when they were a little looser They would do things It wasn't quite so structured And they, they had him before the 90s? Yeah <laughs> But they had him come out and do stand-up in the middle yeah. of the show, and he just came out and did a lot of a, a lot of, part a of, lot of stand-up comedians yeah. did that in the eighties. And I remember watching this guy, and I was just thinking, you know, even as a little kid, I'm thinking, wow, these these they he's would really often funny. replace the bands with that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I remember the one joke, and it stuck with me my entire life. Where he's like, uh, he's like this. He's he's standing there for for a moment. And he goes, he goes, oh, oh, there was this moment I wanted to to bring to everybody's attention. It's oh, it's almost here. It's almost it, here, here. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember sitting there as a kid, going, "What the fuck? That wasn't funny, but it just freaked. It kind of freaked me out. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah!" Like every moment's coming and going. Really, <laughs> like it just freaked me. All out. of a sudden, like you a, got deep. Yeah, I'm I had six this, year old. I had this I'm philosophical deep. moment, and I just I never forgot that joke. And I only just a couple of years ago found that clip again on on Hulu, and so I got the relay of that little, you know. So it was kind of a cool, you know, awesome. George Collins. He also does the uh, joke of Vujade. This yeah. has never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> so George Collins is one of my favorites. Yeah. So. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> Star Wars trailer. Star Wars the trailer. The newest one. Yeah, you guys need to not encourage me with this because I'm this is totally going to just obsessive. We're going down the next this rabbit hole. This behavior, rabbit hole man. is going to be. Wide, you guys, you wide, guys were wide. not friends. Christy Canyon wide. That's yeah. how big this rabbit. You guys were not be. friends with me last time a Star Wars movie came out. So, um, yes, I. What's that? My office got decorated in tons of Star Wars crap. And oh, that's cool. Inspirational Star Wars quotes. And I thought of you, and I was going to post. <laughs> Wait, all there's of my inspirational cool Star Wars quotes. I even got functional <laughs> lightsabers. Like, yeah. On my desk, and I yeah. was going to post them and send them all to you and make you. Oh, did you guys see the nice. foam lightsabers that those Quebecois dudes made? Yeah. Those are awesome. When 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 you say inspirational Star Wars quotes, so I'm picturing like a group of skydivers with the do or do not. There is no try. No, no, well, there's that one too. Let's see it's here. all Yoda quotes. Let's at some see here. Point. One, this it's one is, just Yoda quotes. Yeah, I'm, okay. just, I'm picturing the and motivational. Count Dooku. The one it. the one take to my computer says because they're all over. I'm like I'm I'm pulling drawers and finding more quotes. Yeah. R two D two. You know better than to trust a strange computer. <laughs> oh, that goes along with yeah, your uh, yeah. comic. We game. need to. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Let's see here. I think R two D two trusts a lot of strange computers. I think R two D two is just the most party animal motherfucker. I'm a little afraid for R two D two now that now that what I told you guys before the podcast about the the two guys from uh, Ex Machina are going to be in the Star Wars film, and given our discussion about Ex Machina, 
I'm thinking oh. is. R2 needs the, the to... R2 gangbang? R2 yeah. needs to keep his back to the wall through the entire movie. Yes, but where's his back? The top uh, of him just keeps going around. I don't know, but he needs to keep clear of those guys, <laughs> yeah. you know? And he needs to stay away from any, like, uh, lockers or anything, because if he opens it up and finds C-3PO in there with, like, a vagina attached to him or something, that's going to be a bad it's gonna be awesome. movie. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Rick, I had to correct you here, though. I mean, the last Star Wars movie came out in 2005, and I'm pretty sure we were buddies in 2005. <laughs> No, two thousand. I thought it was two thousand four. No, we we don't like each other before. <laughs> well, I wasn't. But. I wasn't good friends with you guys. I didn't know Jeff at all. I think. And well, you I thought you were, were implying. I think what you were implying was the Revenge of the Sith was a shitty movie. <laughs> no, it was not a shitty movie. I love that movie. What? But uh, yeah, I know. I'm confused. I know. Now. I am too. It's a series <laughs> of cutscenes from a video game put oh, together into a movie. Oh, okay, I'm going to turn your volume down um. now. <laughs> yes. What? Have you ever seen my website called The Shameless Star Wars Apologist? No. Yeah. <laughs> you can't convince me anything in the, the Star Revenge Wars universe is, is only good Do you really have a website called that? Yes. I have a, <laughs> I've, I've read every and blog you didn't post tell me about on this? it. Yeah. I've posted it a few times to Facebook. We should just dramatically read his posts. <laughs> yes, but I don't read his posts because they're mostly in bitching about something. There we go. What is it called? I'm going to put off I'll my... I'll read the first two sentences Shameless Star Wars and then Apologist. done. The best one is the uh, Luke and Leia being brother and sister. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Keep, keep in mind, this is a domain name he's had to re-register every year for nine ninety five. dollars He's just oh, no, waiting no, no. for people it's, to bump into it. It's way more expensive than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, Revenge uh, of the Sith is only tolerable when you're watching. Oh, God, was it? Pat? No, not Hatchet. Machete. So yeah. it's four, five, two, three, and 6. You forget one ever existed. And then two and three are just like some shitty flashback that is nestled between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So you forgive it because the ending. One of my bad. one of my favorite things about those like the uh, the 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 prequel movies is that um, uh, the the Princess Leia character, not the Princess Leia. What the fuck's her name? Amidala. Am- 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 yeah, Princess Amidala is a different character in every movie. <laughs> she's seriously a different character. She's like the strong queen who's who's Fighting. getting shit done in the first movie. In the second movie, she's some like love struck little girl that we the, really don't know the what the fuck's going on. And then finally, in the last one, she's like this heartbroken, creepy lady who just doesn't care anymore. Yeah. But in the first one, she's kind of pervy because she's really digging this little kid. It it's sounds like weird. every woman I've ever been with. They're complex creatures, Jeff. Nobody is that complex, or should I say schizophrenic? Oh, wait, yes, there is people like that. Yeah. No, one of the worst written female characters in a very, very Here's a post I did on January 25th, 2011. Who's your mommy? I'll read it dramatically. You don't have to read the whole thing. Who's your mommy? Let's see here. Many hardcore Star Wars geeks left the theaters after seeing the births at the end of the Sith, wondering if George Lucas has committed the most glaring and unforgivable retcon in the history of cinema. Dun, dun, dun. She sounds like she's masturbating while she's reading this. Yeah, this isn't actually fun to read. This is, you need to be more ranty in this for this to be funny. It does actually get ranty in some of it, but you have to, you have to follow through. I could try to do my best Lewis Blackwell. Well, you got you to remove the porn soundtrack out of your mind while you're reading. Sorry, I just cleared off another computer. I couldn't help myself. 
Oh, don't look at that ninety-five-year-old guy's uh, <laughs> uh, hardcore lesbian porn that I just can't get out of my head. It was just so good. <laughs> that girl could do things that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm with Rick on this one. I like. I could teach the Sith. that Sith a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all, the, all I do on that side is I just take all the bitching that people did about mainly about the prequels. Speaking of porn, and I just and I just defend them. Did you ever watch the, the that one uh, uh, preview? One of the guy goes through the entire first movie, but it takes uh, longer than the first movie to go through the entire <laughs> first movie. Bitching about it, or or yeah, say, kind of, yeah. but it's it's so hilarious at yeah. the same time. Yeah, that you just have to just bear with it and just knuckle down. And There's watch actually it. a really good video that I saw this week that um, a guy was uh, he was basically said you know he he did uh, the top ten things that the prequels did great. And he and he starts off. He says, "You know, everybody bitches about the prequels." Battles. Yeah, that Squeeze was one me. of them. That was on the list. That was that, one of the things that made yeah. me but mess up my. He shorts. did number six. He was like, he was like casting Hayden Christensen, and then all of a sudden, all these guns come out from around the edge of the screen. He goes, <laughs> "Hear me out." <laughs> As he they goes, should. He goes, "The guy, the guy can it. act. No, he can't. We know he can act. No, we he know can't. he can't. I've act. never seen him act yet. Really? Not once. What movie yeah. was he good in?" I don't know. I've seen a lot Please of movies tell that me he's because been in. I will watch it. Well, his and then his tell you point you're was, wrong. His point is actually kind of funny. It's almost like a backhanded compliment, really, though, because his point is that in any scenes where Hayden Christensen doesn't speak, he's actually doing a great job acting. <laughs> Wait, he's he comes from the uh, uh, fucking Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure acting hour. Really? That's yeah. Oh, I haven't seen any. I don't think I've ever seen him in any other movie. <laughs> and now we're right back to George Carlin, Rufus, best character in the series. But uh, no, I, I remember watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I love Bill and Ted. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. I know he's a great guy. He's always a really cool, cool guy. I know he's an, a yeah. pretty neat guy. But uh, when he did Shakespeare, oh, it hurt! It hurt internally. <laughs> I think it gave me cancer at some point. How bad his acting was! It was fucking terrible. The what guy movie, is good at what he's good at, but not. Don't try to do. And it was he was in a, a Shakespeare that was a comedy. Yeah, so he yeah. Was in, was he was it? in a really strong in, Shakespeare um, play, which I think he, Shakespeare's comedies are the strongest of all of his stuff. He wasn't much to do about nothing, and he mm, was Denzel okay. Washington's brother, just to make it even. More worse because Denzel Washington is that much more of an actor. Yeah. So you stick yeah. Keanu Reeves next to Denzel Which Washington. Which I don't even think Denzel, Car- Denzel Washington is even that good of an actor. He's yeah. just Denzel Washington in everything he does. So, which Denzel Washington is so incredibly comfortable behind the camera yeah. that he comes across just brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But Keanu Reeves was just, it was very uncomfortable to watch him doing this, yeah. where everyone else is doing this wonderful job, including Denzel, yeah. doing a wonderful job, just doing the Shakespeare, just off the cuff, doing it, the whole thing, how it's supposed to be done. And then Keanu Reeves is like, oh my God. Dothow. It, it was like watching Bill and Ted's again. Seriously. That's uh, that's unfortunate. Um, this is a great subject. We could go on forever about this. Uh, oh, well, actually, how, how about how about Mel Gibson and his portrayal of Hamlet? Now, oh, wasn't that a barn burner? 
I uh, I'm just glad I'm, I'm, clear I'm, I'm certainly glad I watched that and then later it was it wasn't too many years later that uh, um, what's his name a Shakespearean guy Branagh. Kenneth Branagh came out with his Hamlet yeah which is hands down probably the best Shakespeare film mm-hmm. ever put on fucking well, that's because he's the most genius Shakespeare player there is right but now not the only that I mean that that he did such an incredible job I mean Henry V is absolutely amazing mm-hmm. but his Hamlet was fucking genius it was it wasn't the best Hamlet ever but it was certainly the the best Shakespeare film probably ever done I think he had perfected it at that point see the problem one of the problems with like Henry V was that he was still trying to do a play on film. Yeah. It was outside. It was really well done. But this is where he was able to use film in mm-hmm. a, as a Shakespeare play. And that's really what makes that Hamlet so goddamn good. So I haven't been able to catch it yet, but has, did anyone see David Tennant's uh, King Lear? I have not. Hmm. Apparently I would love it, to. it did really, really well over in, in Britain. I haven't been yeah. able to see it yet. I know they're gonna they were gonna air it at the theaters here when it came out, yeah. hmm. but I missed it because I'm lame. I don't know that I've ever seen any Shakespeare on film that I actually I actually liked. went to the Royal Shakespearean Theater in what? London and watched much of Henry the Fifth. But I don't think Dom Hall, Dominal Gleeson has ever been in a Shakespeare film. I was just looking through his career, and mm. I see that he's not been, but he has been in Frank, a movie which we all loved. Oh, was he in that? Yeah, oh, I don't I don't remember that. Sorry, who D- Dom Hall Gleeson. The guy who was Donald, the yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. And has anybody seen he's, his um, the movie that he did with the Coen Brothers? <clears throat> no, uh, I have not. No, I have not either. Domino Gleeson, the guy that was uh, the, the 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 programmer, I guess, in uh, uh, Ex Machina. The, he gets the kid that gets invited to the. Yeah. Not the kid that gets invited. Donald Gleason is the other the guy. No, it isn't. The genius. Yes, no. it is. The Google guy. No, wait. No, that's Oscar Isaac. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a moment. Step back. Wow. Do I know something about movies that you guys don't know? You're right. You're right. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I got the two guys confused. Yeah. They're it's white easy. guys. They it's look easy the same. to. <laughs> they all look pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, white folks look the same. You know about the. Uh, you guys are talking about the uh, Keanu Reeves. So you guys left out his greatest, uh, greatest debacle, which was Constantine. I was just gonna reference that because yes. that was just that made me sad. That was. We just not watched the episode of Arrow with Constantine in it. Yeah. yeah. Which oh, was yeah, so good. yeah, I heard about that. God. It was so good. Dang it, they need to... And that guy is That show was very fun. Yeah. Amazing. Constantine's Constantine. a fucking badass, but um... I just read the first issue yeah, of the newest Constantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it as good as the old Constantine? No. Absolutely hmm. not. But it is still has that flavor. It still has yeah. the flavor. Yeah. Keanu Reeves so took Constantine and He's just div- sucked out the soul and spit it out yeah. and then took a shit. Yeah. Do you know how it. Constantine came into existence? <laughs> The um, the artists for Swamp Thing went to Alan Moore and Swamp said, Thing, yeah. we want a story that involves Sting so that we can draw Sting into the story. And Alan Moore was like, I don't think we can use Sting in a story, <laughs> but I have this idea. We can make a character who looks just like Sting. And so that's what they did. The, the Stephen yeah. uh, Tottleman and, and oh, who was the other artist? Uh, something Bissett. They, they drew this character. It was basically Sting with a trench coat on. And so that, mm-hmm. that's how that character came into existence. And um, so yeah. when I heard that they were casting Keanu Reeves, and I've, I've loved 
Constantine and Swamp Thing when it's thing a kid. But the funny thing is that Keanu Reeves didn't, he wasn't a, a huge part of that movie. He just wanted to be Constantine because he was a fan of the comic books. But... But he didn't do it justice. No, no. <laughs> yes, but the writing was shit yeah, on that, that fucking didn't thing. So you cannot yeah. blame the actors for the you know writers what? You know what? fucking it hold up. On, and hold the on. producers does that in include, the studio. Does that include Hayden Christensen? <laughs> no, no. Hold and on. No, I'm not making excuses for Keanu Reeves <laughs> yeah. acting yeah. at all, but it was it's, yeah, that was such a tragedy. Two yeah, words. It was, it was terrible. Liam Neeson. He couldn't save any fucking script he's in. <laughs> Liam Neeson as Constantine. <laughs> Dude, he will find you and he will kill you. <laughs> he will take that Avion bottle, smack you upside the head. That would be... I would actually go ahead and accept that. Paul Bettany would be a like would, it. would have been... <laughs> Paul Bettany would have been a good Constantine mm. about... 15, 20 years ago. You know what's you want to you know what's weird is Alan Moore. Alan Moore claims to have met Constantine twice in real life. He claims that yeah, he says he was like in a uh, in an airport one time, and he looked up. There was like a stairway, and he looked up, and Constantine walked out to the top of the stairs. He said, looked exactly like the character, had the trench coat on and everything. Looked down on him and gave him this kind of knowing like look, like yeah, I'm real, and then walked away. So X Files, and then yeah, and then. What's funny is the artist who created him had had a similar experience. They've both seen somebody who looked just like Constantine. I'm walk sorry, up. Garth Ennis did a, such a good job. Yeah, it, with Constantine, I it, for me that's that? who is the drawer of Constantine. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. When it when it became when it went Hellblazer out, got its own book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's what I collected. I didn't know Constantine he, in the Swamp Thing until later. Yeah. And then I, I never got a chance to collect those comics, but I did read them. Yeah. Uh, because I borrowed them from someone and, and gave them fucking back. Guy who still has my crow. But, um, sorry, issues from 1993. Who are you talking about? Um, <laughs> no, I had all the original issues of The Crow. Yeah. And some guy stole them all. Oh. No, well, I probably no. shouldn't, my probably shouldn't name names. Um, and uh, <laughs> he stole a bunch of shit from all of us, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> no, from all of us that lived in the house. That was me and Dave and various JJ. other folks. JJ, yeah, he probably stole shit from JJ, too. But then again, I stole shit from JJ, too. <laughs> but, uh, no, oh, you better hope JJ's but, not listening to this. Cause... He does listen to this, actually. Oh, does he? I still have his... his um, all Blacks uh, uh, jersey. What's that? The, uh, it's a rugby team. Rugby. Oh, 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 Australia. Oh, yeah. No, okay, that's not right. From Australia, yeah, New Zealand. From New Zealand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I almost got beat up because of that fucking thing. I was what? in rumors one night mm-hmm. wearing that. Yeah. And I hear this, Oi! From fucking way the fuck across the bar. <laughs> and this woman comes barreling across the bar, grabs me. In the Did you, front, well, before you finish, shoves me against the bar and yeah. says, "You're not allowed to wear this." In her Kiwi accent, <laughs> "You're not allowed to wear this." And I was like, oh, "I'm gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Did you know what it was though at the time? No, I knew exactly what the All oh, Blacks okay, were. Okay, Absolutely, okay, okay. but uh, it, it was just like, <laughs> whoa! So why weren't you allowed to wear it? Yeah, I'm curious. About he that. Uh, because I wasn't number one. Wasn't Kiwi. Number two was a white guy. Number three was uh, not Kiwi. And he couldn't do the hookah. I couldn't do the hookah. But uh, after a while, she taught me a little bit, and we got along. I bought her some beers. 
it was awesome. We yeah. got along perfectly. So you they're, they're brought her beers to spare house. your life. Oh, oh yeah. Black Star. What? No, she What's totally the, spared my life. She did, she did hit me a couple of times. But yeah. it was okay. What's the what is you that? I was kind of turned on. You liked it? Yeah. I was, yeah. I was really. It's, it's, I was it. horribly turned on at some point. <laughs> like, She's gonna beat me up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the, the Hawkeyes are chanting that uh, the Maoris from New Zealand do be- of the oh. before going into battle. We're bringing it back to Star Wars for the fifth time. No, <laughs> not no, actually no. getting there. I'm gonna hiccup before the Star Wars. I recently watched a movie called The Deadlands, which is all about the Kiwi and the Maoris and yeah. the Maoris. It was a good movie. Yeah, I liked uh, it. It was a great fucking. Movie. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. The, what is it again? The, the Deadlands. Dead it didn't star Django Fett. <laughs> Should have. No, it didn't. But <laughs> uh, I love the the cannibal dude. Was just so awesome. Really great. Movie. Yeah. And his Holy at the end. shit! Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. But hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. Anyway, go back to Star Wars. I'm going to Duncan Trussell. <laughs> the, the the Hukas are uh, the Maori people. When going into battle, they do this this chant dance thing. I where think that, yeah, I think I've if seen you've it. seen it, and they bulge out their eyeballs and their face and their expression, and they're you know basically trying to <laughs> scare the shit out of whoever's in front of them. I mean, it kind of works. Yeah, I always feel scared whenever I'm watching a movie and they start doing it. But the uh, the 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 rugby team, the All Blacks, are famous for it. You know, they 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 they, they, they kind of brought it into rugby. Mm-hmm. And now now you'll see. I've seen like a basketball team doing it recently. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but Domin Hall Gleason, you know, what does he play in Star Wars? Because I don't think we've seen him in the previews yet, have we? Uh, no, I, he, I don't think you've seen him in the previews at all, but um, he plays a character named General Hux. I have no idea what that is. What? Oh, uh, Gwendolyn Christie, the one who plays Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. Is she in, in Star Wars? Too? Yeah, she is. She's in a she's in an outfit. I didn't. You can't see her. see her. Yeah, she's like if you, there's a quick flash of her in the trailer as the uh, she looks like one of the uh, she looks like a stormtrooper, but it's uh, she's wearing it looks like chrome. Oh, that she's one. Kinda, yeah, that's yeah. She's cool. Yeah, yo, Brianna yeah. Tarth. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw I her, her. I saw some photo shoots with I her know, in the outfit. I'm not in the trailer. Not in the trailer. Uh, yes, I did see her in the trailer because oh, yeah. I just watched that that the newest trailer today. Her voice is in it, but they don't actually oh, show her face. But um, no, I, I recognize the, her voice immediately. Yeah. But going back to the Kiwi thing, real quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, one time I saw. Uh, I don't know if it was the Olympics or what the fuck it was, but uh, these two basketball teams are going, and one of them's Kiwi, and they do that whole chant thing. Yeah. And then the uh, I think it's there. It's the like Kiwis against Americans. Yeah. And the Americans just completely try. They're, they're they're just like looking at him like. What the Fuck's going on? What the fuck is this? And then the Americans immediately trounce them because they're actually better at basketball than probably Kiwis are. I don't know. Maybe maybe they aren't. All I know is I got turned on by a Kiwi lady who wanted to beat the shit out of me for wearing an All Backs shirt. So that was good. What part of her behavior got you turned on? Was it the threatening the, to beat beating you up the part? shit out of me? Really, is really what it was. But she was not interested in my kind. So no. Zoe Bell, I've had my I've had my eyes on her for years. My kind is the one with the penis. She was not interested in uh, me. We were uh, in a gay bar. I don't know if we went through this already. <laughs> we used to be gay. Jeff of the men kind. Sorry, that's a reference to. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna have to tell that story. Yeah, that that was a reference uh, to uh, um, Greg Proops calling me out. 
Uh, because, oh yeah, we didn't hear um, about this. I uh, and I, I meant to post it um, yeah. because it was the latest episode from the second. Is, is it out now? Um, yeah, it's, uh, oh, it came okay. out on the second. I didn't. I didn't and uh, we went to Greg Proops here in Bellingham again, and I brought him. I, I actually went to Mount Baker, uh, a Baker uh, a distillery, and yeah. got their their vodka yeah. and i took it to him and gave it to him and of course i was nervous and sp- did he spilled something that was, you table. gave him that last time too did he remember no it? i gave him chucking that last time oh, oh um okay. i've been there almost in the exact same spot three times in a row so <laughs> i don't i don't think he remembers me he sees thousands of fucking people well no i, I mean but you know, uh, there's always a chance there's only one remember. jeff i mean come on <laughs> well last time you were convinced he was annoyed with you for some reason he was he was how do you how could you tell i can i, tell I have this sixth sense about things like yeah. that so I didn't catch anything, but okay. You were just being sensitive. I'll take your yeah. Uh, this time, no, I just kind of spilled something, and he was like, "Oh shit!" But uh, um, I gave him the vodka. He went up stage, and he does this thing where he goes through all of his gifts. And mine was certainly not the most original, awesome gift. Mm-hmm. They, they, other people gave him super cool stuff. And um, chocolate. The, the, the chocolate no. thing was Show hilarious. Chocolate. I'm sorry. He was like, oh, and, and he also gave me. Uh, he gave him like a donut cat, like half cat hat donut, and it was like this <laughs> little plushy thing. And then the rest of it was chocolate. And he was like, oh, it's just chocolate. And the guy was like, there's marijuana in it. And, and he was like, way to be cool, dude. <laughs> Accessing the package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This may con- this contains THC. <laughs> but uh, once he got to the vodka, he was like, "Oh yeah," and like Dave, uh, Kevin, or whatever the- he was naming out names and 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 what was your name again? And, and my myself and my wife go Jeff, <laughs> and he had stopped into it. Like he just stopped for a while, so I thought, oh, he's he always claims to be completely deaf when he's on his podcast. So I was like, Joe, I did that that thing. So he goes, no, I heard you the first time, but I distinctly heard Jeff of the female kind. (laughs) (laughs) She had done it, but then he proceeds to make the joke. Were you named by uh, Paul McCartney? (laughs) <laughs> Which is exactly what I thought of at the same time. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I did that. <laughs> Jeff! You know, so the wings thing. Very I, nice. I don't get that reference at all, but you know, that might be not the white It's guy's okay because Wings was terrible to begin with. Yeah. Unfortunately. You didn't come this time. And you have never come. Uh, yeah, what was going on? He no, did we, last time. we went to the last one. Yeah. He did last he was, time. No, I'm talking to Mike. Oh. It was your anniversary. Yeah. Was it the weekend of our anniversary? Oh, yes, it was. Right, right. Yeah, that's... I think so. Because I remember yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the weekend of my packing. Oh, you know what? It was yeah. the weekend. Hmm. It was the weekend where I was supposed to get something special, and then she fell asleep. How often does that happen? <laughs> Every time? Every time? <laughs> Every time. It's like anytime something special is promised, like a, sleep is going to happen. Like a cake or it's, something? It's You're almost like avoidance. Like a the anticipation is exhausting. <laughs> 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 the anticipation is exhausting. Why don't you have a microphone? <laughs> yeah, so yeah were, it happens a lot. You didn't yeah. get anything special. I'm sorry. What, what exactly was the special thing you're supposed Ice to get? Cream. If you don't yeah. mind me asking, it can be in code words. Brownies. You can. Yeah. There's going to be a little bit of this with a little bit of that. Ah. <laughs> Which was going to lead to this? Oh, the anal butter butter churner. Yes. 
It was exactly that. I'm, yes. glad, that, I'm glad you know me so well. I'm here for you, baby. <laughs> what? The anal butter churner? It's, it's like this, and then like that, and then like this. <laughs> So there's jazz hands involved? Yeah. There was, just at the end. Just the, you can't do them too early. If you do them too early, yeah. no one no Premature jazz hands no is a really bad thing. No one's happy with jazz hands yeah. if you do it too early. Premature jazz hands. It's a, it's a, as long as the butter churner happens, you're good. <laughs> so the Beer Plus 3 podcast is going to get a shout-out then on the latest episode of Greg Proops? Um, I don't know. I, I should have posted it, but I did not. Uh, that uh, he made fun of me on... Uh, just please listen to it. It's, oh yeah, yeah. It's, I didn't know it was out. I've been I've been checking, but I haven't checked the last few days. Yes, and he does a shout out to Bellingham and Frank Proops. He completely a... makes fun of Bellingham Herald, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he did last because he too. Re, he re, he read from the Bellingham Herald. Oh, did he really? Oh, that's last awesome. Time, yes, okay, so. last time he made some uh, some comments about it. And I can't remember what. Uh... He still made some comments. Yeah. Well, I will definitely have to tune into that. I know he uh, he was uh, <laughs> making some disparaging. Well, I don't know if they were disparaging comments. Actually, he was he brought it up, and the audience was the were the ones who reacted last he, time. He makes fun. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, he pokes yeah. fun at everything. But yeah. that guy's kind of amazing, though, because every time I'll um, you know I haven't listened to a lot of his podcasts, but every time you, I mean, you can tell he's just winging it, you know, and, and obviously he goes Absolutely. up with a few things planned, but it's uh, it's kind of amazing that he can sit down every. I mean, does that once a week? He is a master improviser. I mean, it's all by himself, gets up in front of a group of people and just does this. You know, mm-hmm. starts talking. Um, it's kind of by a, himself. That's kind of incredible. And he yeah. has yeah. so much to fucking say, and he yeah. admits to him to everybody that he's a narcissistic dick. But he's a <laughs> genius narcissistic dick who is extremely hilarious. Aren't we all? No. At least those of us on the mic. No, your dick is narcissistic. <laughs> but you yourself, sir. May not be so into yourself. So what is this we're drinking right now? Is this is this I'm is still not drinking bad. the. the oh, you're uh, still he, one behind. He's us. he's still staggering back there. That's fine. You guys got to warm up before I got here. Yeah. We moved on and we had the the chasing freshies from. Deschutes. Oh, that's Whoa, right. Yeah. This you drink good. it all. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually currently drinking it all. If you'd like some, you're welcome. Yeah. To it. <laughs> and it's really not all that bad. It's um. It, they really overdo it with the the citrus hops. I was really not into it this year. Really yeah. not. I, I poured a little bit for myself. You know, Jeff's over there giving me a scowl, and that's fine, because I was having a fun time pouring your beer. I didn't want to stop. I wanted to see how close could I get this beer to the edge, and I think I got it right fucking there. It was a damn good pour, and... Uh, a, a, a nice creamy head. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was perfectly poured. This beer smells so much like weed, Portland should lose Yeah, that's it. the first thing that okay. popped into my head when I smelled this. You know, the, the fresh hop thing has become a really big deal. I, I can't even remember. It was, I was out at... It's a good beer. Where was it? I was out at one of the regular, uh, you know, good bars here in town, and... I remember I wanted an IPA. I think it was on the tap trail. I can't even remember. It'll, it'll come to me. But what struck me was every single IPA that they had on tap was a fresh hop IPA. Oh. It's become a really big thing. And yeah, for about those, yeah, for about those two weeks where the hops are actually fresh. <laughs> Before they freeze them and <laughs> vacuum pack them and <laughs> send them off to InBev. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Where they are molested. First rule of beer plus three, we don't talk about him, Bev. They're molested. <laughs> I'm ready to give this beer a solid two, though. I, I actually didn't like the Chasing Freshies this year. 
Yeah. There has been Cheers. most years I have loved chasing freshies. This year, not so much. I give it a three. I like this uh, quite a I bit, give actually. This a three, uh, two and a half, three. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Solid three. Yeah, I would agree with the beer noob. <laughs> I was. Is, uh, hold on, I'm the beer tard. I'm the beer, <laughs> beer noob. Tard. Okay, let's just would, keep that straight. I, I think the Colson fresh hop we had no last week was better. Here. There's no tardness. As, <laughs> as, as an un- noobness, it, maybe. Yeah. As only a guest, I'm not sure if I uh, actually get a vote as far as rating. The Absolutely, beer. you no, you, get I, a you vote. don't. I, I will. I will not <laughs> shut up, Tard. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I won't enumerate the beer, but I will uh, compare it. Yeah. Uh, I had an Aslan IPA that was very similar recently. And that's as much as I'll say on the subject. <laughs> okay, that's all fine. The, that's all it's that needs two. to. That's all that needs to be said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I, you guys haven't moved on to the buoy yet, and once you do, I think you're going to be going to move on to the buoy. You're, you're going to be oh, shocked. My at, glass is sitting right in front of the buoy. Yeah. This IPA is terrific. It's not a fresh hop, but this is this is from Gooneyville. Astoria. I've yet to have a, a beer from Astoria that I really love. You, they've got the uh, Fort George up there brewing, which Fort George, Fort George. Wow, that's not from Astoria. That's the same freaking area. It's like just up the hill. You know what? Yeah, it's not I'm far from it. I'm going to shut up right it's, now and drink this far, beer. It's not far from it. This is, uh, mm. this is interesting. I didn't even need to drink it. I just It's really good. It. Yeah. I know. This, this, you stick your nose in that. <sighs> yeah, that's... Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever went out as a child and smelled the fresh cut <laughs> grass and then picked dandelions and brought them back to your mother? That's what this smells like. <laughs> That's awesome. You, you know, judging from the label and the fact that it was from Astoria, I, w- I w- didn't. My expectations were not oh, very high. Fuck but it, you! But it is actually very good. It's very tasty. I like it. Okay, you're right. Chasing freshies is a two. This is a three and a half or a four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right up the road from Carson, Way Washington. To go right up the road. It is up the road. It's like mm. two and a half hours up the road. But it's the but same road. It is this the same road. <laughs> it is the very same road. It is the very same road. Well, I think you have to cross a river. Yeah. Okay. But it's the same road. <laughs> a really fucking big river. That's yes. where we need to go for the 100th but. episode. Carson, Washington. Right there. Record right in that little tiny... Hey, you know, <laughs> it's central. You know, if we're counting same roads, uh, Bird's View uh, Brewery, that's on... Uh, the Cascade Highway, Highway Twenty, yeah. and then it eventually gets you to uh, Old Schoolhouse. Old Schoolhouse, yeah, Wenatchee. Yes, okay, you know we could do like a seven. That's not Wenatchee. That's uh, not Leavenworth. Uh, What's the other one? Uh, Winthrop. Winthrop. Uh, one of those W Central Washington towns. So I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a cowboy fucking town. A, a cowboy town. <laughs> it's a fucking cowboy it's town. Okay. And and you go a little oh, south okay. from that, then you end up in the the Kraut town. <laughs> what did you just and call I, it? <laughs> Leavenworth is apparently the Kraut Town. And Icicle, oh, Bavarian, Kraut. Bavarian, it's Icicle Brewing now. in Leavenworth is terrific. Oh, Icicle is so good. They, you know, they do bottle, but they don't distribute very far. I've seen their stuff in bottles before. Really? Yeah. Actually, I met a fan there. A fan? Yeah. Of? Beer Plus Three. Uh, and this is when what? we just first started. We were probably about... 
I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 in. Yeah. And we went to, uh, this is last December. Yeah. This is last December. No, last November. Did you run into Miller at Leavenworth? <laughs> <laughs> This is where no, that's No, no, I ran into some guy, and uh, <laughs> um, in Icicle Brewing, they have these tables outside that have yeah. little fires and shit. In the middle? So, in the middle of the f- tables, and but everyone has to sit at these large tables. Mm-hmm. So, you're sitting with strangers, mm. drinking the beer, and I started talking to this guy, and he said, oh, wait, I think I've heard your podcast. And started talking to him. The guy bought me like a beer and everything. And it was it was kind of fucking awesome. Yeah, he's gone. I've, maybe I've he heard was just your podcast. We should go back to my motel room and we can uh, talk about your Absolutely. podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> I totally would have fucked that guy. <laughs> no, but seriously, but he, his girlfriend he, was much think, hotter than I was. You think so. he had he had heard the podcast? That's kind of amazing. That's a, that's what he told me. Amazing coincidence. If. Uh, I'm sorry, I think we're the only beer podcast. I don't think we're the only beer podcast. I think we're the best beer podcast. But That's yeah. true. <laughs> because we really don't talk don't about let beer. Jeff finish. Because <laughs> if he does, it's going to get all over you. Oh. But no, I, I just think we're mm. one of the few podcasts within northern Washington. I have listened to a few other. <laughs> We're one of the few podcasts in Maple Falls. <laughs> no, um, no I, we're the only people that know what a podcast is. Have you ever Maple listened Falls? to any other beer podcasts, though? I mean, early I, on when we started this, I, I, I tried a few. I mean, just kind of sampled a few you know, beer podcasts to listen. I have not. They're all so fucking serious. I mean, they just all want to prove what experts they are about beer, and it's just like... The most pretentious, boring, and it's like I, I really so did go through all knockers. these, more or less. Yeah. And I was just listening. I was like, yeah, is there anybody who drinking beer who's actually enjoying it, or just having a good time and doing a podcast? <laughs> and it's amazing. We definitely enjoy this beer. This is yeah, I know. really good they, Goonie they, beer. They start uh, um, theorizing on the possible methodologies that they might have used in the brewing of the beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get into all these. It's like, oh my god, I can't listen to another fucking. Man. Of this, it's like this is why no we we need to have a meeting, but that's off podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you, you know my my one well, my two big problems with this beer too. What, there's no problem with the beer. It's Goonie beer. The Goonie beer is good. Hear him out. Hear, okay. hear him out. Okay. <laughs> Number one is the label. I see. I seen this at the co-op earlier this week, and I I didn't know what to make of the label. I thought mm, I'm just going to skip it. It's Astoria, yeah, and the label's really corny, so I'm not going to pick it up. Yeah. Number two is the description. This is my bigger problem with this beer. <laughs> <laughs> the description on the bottle. Some of them can, uh, you know. You, yeah. <laughs> go about a sentence in, and then it stops with no hop shock here. Hmm? No hop shock? The first fucking thing. Okay, I have a question. I'm what raising that? my what hand. Mean? Really, really hardcore raising my hand. Yeah. Like, you are. That little shit bag in the like seventh grade who knows everything. That's how I'm raising my fucking hand. <laughs> yes, that's ex- is exactly. You've nailed Jeff? it. Okay. Jeff, did you have a comment? What the fuck? Who cares about shock, hop, hop, shock, shock? It's, what, what does that fuck? mean? What does that ha- mean? Hop shock is when you reboot and then you hold down H and S <laughs> and control. You're clearing the PRAM, aren't you? You're clearing the, the, yeah. clearing the PRAM. You're clearing the hop shock. <laughs> no hop shock. The first fucking thing, you don't even get this beer in your mouth and you're smelling the great hops. Why wouldn't you? Why would you try to cover that up in your description? Oh, that's what, okay. I didn't even understand what they meant by hop yeah. shock. Okay. You know what they mean by hop shock is yeah. bitter. Yeah, 
Because most people, when they see an IPA, yeah, people will tend to think, oh, it's going to be a bitter beer. No, this is this is oh, a I flavorful, don't think flowery, yeah. incredibly good beer, and, and it's hop forward. It's it's what are they afraid of? Exactly, I would say you quoted it perfectly. You are the 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 hop master. <laughs> they go on to he's, tell me how well balanced and, and dry hop sexual. Yeah, he's delivering us. He's delivering us the hop shocker. The hop. No, shocker. no, it's the hop. It's a hop plunger. The hop shocker is when you give it like this, and then instead of this, you go like that. His two fingers are oh, turning. I am oh, man. entering. That, this is great. Pulling radio right and here. turning, <laughs> entering, pulling, and turning, I like and it. hooking. Do, don't you do the hook? The hook, right? The he's hook? doing. He's doing. <laughs> he, I'm he not sure. The hook. There's no jazz hands involved in this, this one. Is, I don't know what this is, but this is. This no, looks this significantly. Is the transsexual hands at some point. <laughs> okay, he's putting his fingers in. I can't even follow what's going on here. <laughs> so. Basically, he's telling you to, yeah, stay frosty, enter the building, clear the bad guys, and come home safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great advice. But Just don't get fragged. Okay. Fragged? Fragged. Don't get fragged. Or fracked. Fracked is also bad. The, kid, the kids earlier this week, they come to me and they go, Dad, what is fragged? They, they, yeah. so one of them has started playing Counter-Strike, and, 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 and fragged is a term. <laughs> one of them is from 1998. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, well, this is a military term, obviously, and I remember it from the 80s. But what does it mean? I, I don't understand. Fragged. Yeah. Hmm? What's it short for? Fragged is something that uh, came uh, in the Vietnam War. Yeah, uh, it was from the Nam, right? Did not like officers. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of times, lieutenants, especially, got fragged, which means somehow a grenade would find itself underneath their bunk without the pin in it. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. Sometimes it just happens, and everyone seemed to be completely oblivious to how that happened. Yeah. Generally, because these guys, the lieutenants, would come from West you Point. Have to remember that uh, money. Uh, no matter what era, the military has always victimized the poor and the the destitute and the and the, the, the lower class, and so the upper class. Where do they come from? Well, they... Or where do they go? Apologies. I'm a little bit fucking drunk. Um, Just a little bit. A little fucking a little bit. Uh, but the lieutenants... Jeff, I think would, you're getting a little bit serious for this beer podcast. You see, he brought up fragging, and I'm just trying to explain to this motherfucker what fragging is. Because when the white folks come, and the black folks have the grenades... Okay. Guess who gets blown up? Yeah. See, about ten minutes oh, ago, wait. that was easy. <laughs> about ten minutes ago, I decided it was time for me to start wrapping this up, like moving us into a direction where we could close it. And then about five minutes ago, I decided Jeff's kind of drunk. Let's just let's let's turn this into an extended episode. Let's explore. <laughs> Let's explore Jeff's drunkenness <laughs> together. Jeff and his inebriation. We, Let's we, sail on the sea of Jeff's we've, drunkenness. We've, we've still got three bombers a and a growler of beer. Yes. Yeah, we, oh, man. we could go on for another hour at least. Oh, no. We got one, two, oh, yeah. three, and a growler. Three and, we haven't, oh, Jesus. We haven't opened the John. We need to open John up. Oh, man. We need to ride this hoss. <laughs> Bowie's getting a, a big pass from me. I like it. 
<laughs> oh, Bowie is, uh, as I said, this is a four, four Mike's, and a half. Four. Mike's determined to turn the... This is uh, a solid four. Yeah. The Goonie beer is a solid four. I, I'd give it a three. I'm not crazy about it, yeah, but, but I like it. No all I'm saying is Mike's last <laughs> Mike's last episode should go like our first. That's what exactly what I was saying. You're, you're wanting us to pass out or to be pranking Oh, wait. No, we're, we're going to be drunk dialing Wander any minute. <laughs> <laughs> that was our first episode, drunk dialing Wander. Yeah. And there's like... Who had just opened? There's the still way. like another hour of that that I never put out into the public <laughs> realm that probably should never see the light of day. <laughs> oh, no, it should. Please send me it that. will eventually, but uh. I love the fact you sent me this. Uh, <laughs> what's sad is um, yeah. you you threw that in uh, hot box or whatever the fuck it was called, Dropbox. Yeah, hot box. <laughs> That's a different <laughs> website, Jeff, and I would never put our podcast in it. But let's just why? Well, because we might get more listens because it's not appropriate. <laughs> But, uh, we like our family-friendly podcast to be on family-friendly <laughs> websites. Fucking friendly fucking podcast. <laughs> Inappropriate. 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 It's, it's, <laughs> this podcast is horribly inappropriate for children between the ages of 23 and 12. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody 1 through 11 and 24 upward can listen. Everybody else. Absolutely. <laughs> Millennials in general. Millennials, I think you need to Google yeah. and maybe post. Yeah. You so what put did your, your fucking sexy ass shirt back on? You did not buy this rustic fucking shirt. You didn't tell us about your your kids asking about fragging. What was uh, what? Why were the kids just wanted to know where the term came from? And I thought it might have been short for something, but I go, I can't think of what it's short for. Yeah, I um, I have no idea. Yeah, I've never. Uh, I never really looked into it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I have a feeling, you know, maybe I could get online and maybe find an answer. But I, I knew it was like a okay. Vietnam term. Yeah. It was not a video game specific term. Yeah. And they were trying to insinuate that it was a video game term. Oh, no, 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 no. Huh. No, it came from... Uh, I think the first game to use it was uh, was an id game. like uh, Doom, probably? Doom or Quake, one of the early ones. Yeah. I, well, I bet you it was Quake and not Doom, yeah. where, where the frag term for... I remember hearing this. Yeah. Uh, late nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's, I've been moving. I've been working on moving. We're we're moving to Olympia. So today I was packing, and uh, yeah. it's funny how you go through things, and you know you'll find things that you haven't seen in a while. So yeah. uh, the kids said I got a golden score tonight. Uh, and I opened up a box. Golden score. <laughs> well, inside the box there was another box, and printed on this box was writing from uh, Nintendo vintage uh, porn. No, no, no. <laughs> N- Nintendo Entertainment of America. Yeah, and it was Majora's Mask. Oh, 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 the go- oh, it, in the box. Yeah, with yeah. the limited collector's edition. Right, and they pulled out the cartridge and they go, "Dad, this one has the hologram on it. This is this is the pre-order. You got the pre-order one." I yeah, go, and you've got the manual too. And I thought, well, yeah. And they go, "Do you know what? This, do you know how special this is?" <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize? It's so sad when your children know more about <laughs> something's worth than yeah. you. And I said, well, I just put the GameCube on the pile that's going to Goodwill, so it's not worth anything to me. I shouldn't I put what? the game you on just, the pile? What do you, give me the GameCube. <laughs> I want the GameCube. It's all I going to Goodwill. I want the GameCube. <laughs> just give me the Crazy Taxi and the GameCube. And oh, I'll that's the fine. Dreamcast. Crazy Taxi is the Dreamcast. Tony Hawk was the GameCube. This, uh, the N64. Yeah. 
Tony Hawk was so much fun. We had so much fun with that. Speaking of finding video games in your garage, I was uh, continuing my garage clean out and found a whole bunch more of my old Atari cartridges. I love the AD, uh, the D&D stuff you find in there, man. Oh, yeah. Gosh, that was crazy. So brilliant. You know, Eli actually borrowed the the modules. He's playing a, a an AD&D or edition, first edition, whatever you want to call it. He's actually doing AD&D a campaign. Is not the first edition. So yeah, whatever. First edition whatever. Is so fucking <laughs> no. But he was like, he actually, he asked me if he could borrow them, and I thought he was joking, and I was like, you can borrow them if you want. He goes, yeah, I'm actually doing a a, a first edition campaign. Eli is one of those people that would actually give that shit back. <laughs> well, I expect to get it back. I just uh, figured, you know. Yeah, I know, but most people would be like, can I borrow that? And they never like, say you would, have to, you would have to eventually ask for it back. Yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, here you go. Hmm. To be because honest. Because they would forget about it. To they be honest, be like, I don't, eh. I don't but frankly. he's the kind of guy that would be like, I am completely done with this. Yeah. I'm going to hand it to you back. What? <laughs> to be honest, I don't even really care. I mean, I just, uh, it, it's an interesting, it's one of those things where you see it, and then you have like the, your little nostalgic moment of wow, I used to I used to use, and then it was like after that, it's like really I don't even know if but I want to keep. But I think we've these. already established the fact that you two are the most unnostalgist nostalgists. <laughs> Not nostalgic. I I anti nostalgists. Yeah, I don't know if there's a term for it, but I don't have I don't give into a lot of nostalgia. So when I'm cleaning out the oh, garage and going through all this Absolutely. old stuff, yeah. I just don't. Like, I don't uh, find I it. I just recently posted uh, the woman that died that wrote ET. She wrote <clears throat> oh, so yeah. many fucking movies that yeah. just resonated with me, especially as a youth. And, and yeah. absolutely, I, I, the nostalgia just waved over me. But yeah. then again, I have nostalgia for Skyrim. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know. It's a, it's a, I I guess I have nostalgic moments, but I don't attach it to objects. I don't. I don't. It's like I pulled out an old Judas Priest poster this that I had forgotten from a man about. Who has an which entire poster? website dedicated screaming, to Star Wars? Screaming for vengeance. Star that's, Wars. That's is the one with the eagle, thing. right, coming down. Yes. Yellow, yellow background. <laughs> but um, I had. I had like a moment of wow. I, I can't believe I've got. You know, it's like a relic from your teenage years. This used to hang on my bedroom when I was a teenager. Which, on my bedroom what, what wall. What did? I'm, I it was a uh, Judas Priest. Barbara Bach. Screaming for vengeance. It was a Judas Priest poster, and I, I pulled what? it out. I laid it out. I thought, wow, this is kind of amazing. I had my little moment of, this is incredible. You know, this thing is still exists, and I still have it. And then I wadded it up and threw it away. <laughs> it's like I don't have any need to keep it. So I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't get attached, I think, to, to objects as far as, like, like for memories. What do you mean Music. <clears throat> I found a whole bag of cassette tapes from the you know, '80s, all kinds of crazy uh, '80s bands and stuff. It is not very good, but yeah. you love it because of the nostalgia of the time. No, I don't do that either. There's a lot of bands I loved in the '80s that I just can't fucking stand. That would be called um, Metallica. Oh, oh Metallica! I like Metallica. Uh, I think we've already. Jer- talked I used to I love Journey. I hate Journey now. I used to love Def Leppard. I can't fucking stand them anymore. Them. What's that? No, Pink Floyd. I don't feel it. It's just it's done. It's gone. That's like Van Halen. Came. I used to be crazy about Van Halen Pink as a Floyd. teenager. Yeah, I'm still into Pink Floyd. Yeah. But uh, I used to be I used to be crazy Any about Van Halen because of nostalgia. No, I it's really not nostalgia. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I, 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 as much as I love Van Pink Halen. Floyd, why they do not stand up? They do not <laughs> keep up with oh, my fucking. They do not God. stand up. <laughs> 
So, so were you more of a DLR fan, or yes. were you into the Red Rockers? Not well? into the Sammy Hagar era no. at all. I did. I just kind of like. I was like, okay, it's okay. I like the music, but it's not doing it anymore. It doesn't have the thing. It there was a certain chemistry. <laughs> In the band prior to Sammy Hagar, that kind of just disappeared as soon as he joined. But the the, music, the songs were still there and they were still okay. But what they just Sammy didn't Hagar didn't bring something to the band? <laughs> you know, people always talk about people always <laughs> That's talk pretty about pretty much all he brought to the band. People always talk about conflict, you know, in in any artistic endeavor being a ter- you know horrible thing. But as far as I can tell, when people are, are having conflicts behind the scenes, it always seems like they produce their best fucking stuff. So does that mean and that you was like, love the police? Um, I loved the police at one time, but that and that's why I brought up Van Halen because both the police and Van Halen came through. They were touring, and Deanne was like, "Oh, Van Halen, they're coming through," and I was like, "No, it's not Van Halen anymore. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't care." She's like, "You loved them when you were a teen." I was like, "I loved them when I was a teenager." Mm-hmm. That's not Van Halen. Anymore. It's a bunch of old guys. It's a cover band now. And they've gotten rid it's of a cover the... band covering themselves. <laughs> that, I'm sorry, that's man. Brilliant. That's I'm the sorry. most meta it's... thing I have ever heard in my fucking life. It, it's Van Halen is the most meta band yeah. ever. Some bands keep it together. Some bands continue. And there's a handful of them that will continue being what they were when but they the were thing younger. About the police and those is, are ones I'll go see. I, I, I know there's a lot of people out there that fucking hate the police. Mm-hmm. I actually do like the police. I do too. Um, but they had that from day one. Yeah. They had, I fucking hate you from day one. <laughs> they hated each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. They despised each other from day one. They were just kind of shoved together, yeah. not in a boy band way, but in, in this kind of weird, really punk way that they just didn't. And they were all there. There were constantly, but out of that came something actually kind of sensical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and that's what I I mean. I think a lot of bands get, uh, you know, a lot of people in bands get so frustrated with the arguing or the conflict, without realizing that that for some weird reason generates like the greatest stuff out of any band. I mean. You don't like Pink Floyd. It's but that Pink and Floyd. heroin, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Can we back up a little bit? You just pointed at me and yeah. said, I don't like Pink Floyd. No, no, no. I, didn't I fucking say love Pink no, Floyd, no, 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 by no. the I way. Said, I said, that's the thing about Pink Floyd. They produced their greatest stuff when they were at each other's throats. I mean, they were literally... I'm sorry, but I... I... <sighs> sorry. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I don't worry. But, Free Four is one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah, but I, I to me, uh, you know, there's a there's just a handful of bands out there that uh, they're still doing what they, you know, even when they're older, they still manage to continue doing what they did when they were younger, and they're not, they haven't become the cover band yet. And I'll I'll go see those bands like Rush, not like, Misfits, for me, not Glenn Danzig, yeah. definitely a cover band. <laughs> okay, but Rush for me is like I a love band Glenn Danzig because he always still... sounds the same. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the ketchup of music. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! One of our listeners might take offense at that. <laughs> One or two of them. Um, but uh, I'm Glenn Danzig. I can't do Glenn Danzig. I can't, and that speaks more. to Glenn because Glenn is fucking awesome. <laughs> I love Glenn Danzig, but he's still the ketchup of music. <laughs> do you pour him onto other other bands? Is that is no? That he that goes perfectly with meatloaf <laughs> <laughs> or anything else that's very bland. Oh 
Oh shit, that was great. Oh man, <laughs> drop the mic, son. Drop the mic. <laughs> I would, but it's attached to something. <laughs> yeah. So, what older bands would you go see? Versus, I mean, do, don't you have bands? Absolutely. You I've you always see? wanted to see Rush, and okay. you know what? I've never seen Rush. Yeah. Um, I I have a hard time with concerts, man. Yeah, why? Uh, because I want to see the intimate fucking concerts. Oh, like when yeah. he and I went to, to the Commodore Ballroom and, and tragically hip and saw the tragically hip. Oh, that's another good example. That was that was a fucking experience because yeah. no matter where you were in the goddamn place, you were only about thirty feet from the fucking band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. magical. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, this guy went and go and went and danced. Well, I put can, air quotes by just, the way. Let's for just dance. clarify that no matter how big the venue is, Mike is always going to be about thirty feet away from the band. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw the tragically hip with Mike in a much bigger venue, and and trust me, Mike was always within their a tight orbit of the band. So yes, he was within the aura. I, <laughs> Mike is about the aura. sweat close. Sweat close. <laughs> yeah, he was. He 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 caught some sweat on his face. <laughs> he, he he ate a little bit of it. That guy made me. Their lead singer made me a fan of the band when they came out at that show, and he walked out. and People are fucking. They're losing their shit, like absolutely. Of course they out. are because it's and, tragically fucking hip. Yeah, I know. And he's walking out, and the band's kind of coming out. And most bands, I mean, ninety nine percent of the bands out there are just going to like launch into their, you know, some awesome, you know, just to, just to hype people up on top of all that that's going on already. What he did was he stuck his shoe up on top of one of the speakers on the stage and proceeded to tie his shoes. And he's just tying his shoes. Yeah, I know you guys are all freaking out, but my shoes are not tied. I need to tie my shoes. And he puts his other one up, and he's tying his shoe. And you don't think that was calculated? There. No, I know it was calculated, but it was awesome. I was like, this is hilarious. I mean, he's like coming out to people screaming and freaking out, and, and he's tying his shoes. And people are cheering him, tying his shoes. That's a great moment. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But and, and are, my, all of my favorite concerts I've ever been to were yeah. the small venue stuff. Yeah, the yeah, little tiny stuff. Actually, some of the best concerts I've ever seen were in uh, what's the jazz club in in uh, uh, Dimitri Jazz Alley. Alley. Yeah, Jazz Alley in in Seattle. Not Dimitri, yeah. sorry. Dimitrios, Jazz Alley. Jazz Alley. Yeah, yeah Dimitrios. Yeah. yeah, that was some of the best. <laughs> this just came loose. <laughs> Jeff, stop playing get, with your microphone. Get, get, get rough with it. It's get phallic, it. and I'm going to play with it. I get it. I um, get it. But, but uh, some of the best stuff is Jazz Alley. And, and uh, oh my God, it was so good. It was so visceral yep. and legendary shit that I've yeah. seen there. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. One of my favorite bands, I'll admit. Uh, is Tool, and I went to go see them at the Gorge, and it was just this epic experience. And then I caught this really limited tour where they came to the Paramount. Huh. Oh, the Paramount! And awesome. And everyone's me. like sitting in their seats, like they, mm. they didn't remove the seats. Like everyone like purchased mm. seats and sat in their seats. There was no place for any, anyone to mosh or dance. And it was just this really surreal experience where they like got up on stage with, you know, uh, theater lighting and we were going to perform our metal now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the weirdest show I've ever I ever went to and it was this was in the uh, was in Key Arena. So it wasn't like a a small, intimate setting, but um, was the, the first time I saw Yes. 
was in the mid the late eighties. And they they were on they were in the yes, middle awesome. Yeah, they are. But they were in the middle of the arena, like it was in the round. And I we were there and the uh the the band started, you know, everybody's like freaking out the usual thing when the band comes out on stage. The band starts playing and the entire fucking audience is going completely quiet. It's because it's yes. I know, but it was weird because for me, I had been to many concerts where everybody Since screams. Rock. Pinnacle. I know, everybody screams nonstop through all the songs. And I literally had a moment of looking around going, are people pissed about the song they chose to start with or something? It's like, what's going on? Everybody... And then I just I just noticed everybody in the fucking in the entire arena is just glued to the stage. And what's really cool is they didn't the have pot to, just kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't it must have, have been really good weed, and apparently it was passed out. <laughs> I mean, it was just passed out to everybody. Everyone got the same weed. But it was kind of cool. They Some dealer is fucking wealthy. They didn't, they didn't have to blast the music. No. You know, super loud. It was kind of quiet. Actually, it was just loud enough to to hear and appreciate. It was it was weird. I was, to me, that is always one of the strangest concerts I ever went to, and one of the most enjoyable because it was a huge, you know, it was a big event in a big venue with lots of people there, but it yeah. felt small. It felt really I like would totally go to a Yes concert. I've seen. I'm, them, I'm sorry, I would. I've I would, seen them. I've seen them three times. If and, you ever, if they ever come up again, which yeah. I'm sure most of them are dead, <laughs> but if they ever come up again, or soon will be, or, no, they're dead. <laughs> But they keep coming back, so yeah. I'll go to them again. Yeah, they, they were um, actually. I think their bass player is is dead now. So, I'm isn't sorry. there like thirty five people in the? Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's so, they always have a long line of people. They're, actually, they've they're like, uh, they're like uh, what's this, what's the fucking band? <laughs> Shit. The Doobie Brothers. It's like the Doobie Brothers, where there's like thirty five people in the band. Yeah, and they just keep getting smaller. <laughs> No one knows why, but they just keep getting smaller. They keep at the last gig. They they forgot that one guy. Like they're, they're, they're just fine. We're going to carry on without him. He's the one holding up the bus. <laughs> Musical theorists call that the Donner, Donner Party effect. <laughs> Mike, I've got to say, I've been looking at this uh, shirt that you put on about twenty my, minutes my ago. My nipples got cold, so and I thought I'd cover them. I've got to say, that is a spectacular shirt. You, it's like no you're, shit. You're, you're like a, a partisan of the Wander Brewery. I'm the Wander Army. <laughs> Wander Army. I, I want to take a. I want to take a picture of We're this. Drunk. Right. You, you do such a fine job. But my my problem is this. My problem is this. Oh, look at you. Oh, uh, my problem is this. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize, got a little turn on. Um, would you pay fifty five dollars for that shirt? It's wool. W- would I pay fifty five dollars for it? Now wait, is it wool from a fifty five dollar sheep? Now, now that, that, <laughs> that that's a really good question, and I feel like I need I to clarify sheets. your question before I give an answer. Would I pay fifty five dollars for the shirt off of Mike's back? Or would I pay fifty five dollars for a shirt? Well, off of my back, were, of course I would. The discount no, off of my back. Considering that does this increase in this may be the last time that yes, Mike sits at this table for a little while. Yeah, all like week. Circum- cir- circumstances. <laughs> three, <maybe. laughs> okay, three weeks maybe. <laughs> it might even be uh, after Thanksgiving. Maybe <laughs> December is the next time we're going to see this motherfucker. But, <laughs> but I would happily Black pay $55 yeah. for that shirt off of Mike's back. Really? You would? 
Off of the Oh, absolutely. Uh, Apparently, my wife agrees. Now, now if Mike it, <laughs> is worth fifty-five dollars for his shirt, <laughs> now if it, they were just like selling it off the rack down at Wander, eh, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the problem. Is now, I love Wander, but I don't think I would pay fifty-five dollars for his so, shirt so it, when I could buy five gallons of beer. For but that. here's here's so the thing: I feel Mike, five half gallons. Mike is beer. going into unenlightened territory. He I has to have something I to, represent. to bring it. Yeah, he's got I to gotta bring represent. You have to represent. <laughs> also, you must enlighten, sir. Yes. So there might be some podcasts in Olympia. Yes. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's an entrepreneurial uh, opportunity right here in Bellingham. Right. If I'm not the only one who feels the same way. I mean, Mike, for instance, could uh, work part-time down at Wander just taking shirts off the rack and putting them on. <laughs> what do you think? $55? <laughs> I mean, and people would go, you know what? Nipples? Absolutely. $55. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just stop the nipples. Just stop the nipples. They're going to go biceps. Yeah, they're going to go, Biceps, yeah, not nipples. Yeah, but they're not concentrating on the biceps. They're looking at the nipples. I've seen your nipples. They are protruding, beautiful, gorgeous objects. So what's the beer that you're pouring now? as it were, that you need to rub. We are drinking the uh, North Fork uh, Jack's Double? Jake's Double. Jake's no, John. John's Cra- double brother, Crazy John. Oh yeah, yeah. double Great. ale. Yes. What do you, What do you guys think? I mean, I'm going honest opinion. Okay. Tell me what you. Okay. Think. This is one of the. Don't bears. compare it to Wander. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink it. I can't. I can't suck I, it. Love it. Maybe do a little bit of the pull and yeah. cush and fush and this. Gosh. This is really cleanly tasted. It's it's nice. It's it's a very well done beer. But to bring it to Wander, this is, you know how I was talking about. Felt like I was drinking three beers at once. This was one of the three beers in Wander's. You know. Hmm. Oh, in the 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 rough house beer. Yeah, in the rustic. In the rustic. Rustic. Yeah. This okay. this beer was one of the flavors in the rustic. What is this called again? This is from North Fork. It's what? It's the uh, Brother Crazy John double. D- double. Brother Crazy John? Yes. Uh, a gentleman I work with, yeah. very cool guy, yeah. he comes out here a lot, and uh, he lives in town, and he drives out here after work, which he's a baker. So you know he's going to work at four in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Gets off at like noon or one. He made this with Wander. Oh, yeah? No, North Fork, you mean. North Fork. Oh, you showing the picture? Yeah, I was showing him the picture. Of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's John. <clears throat> Crazy John. It says, Crazy John, in his words, has been giving me shit about brewing a Belgian-style double at least once a month for the last 15 years. So guess who I finally got to brew it with me? Yep, Crazy John himself. We just put a small amount on tap, and the rest went to the barrels. Come check it out. You might oh, in the barrels? Man, once this gets barrel aged, fucking forget no, about it. No, this is going to be an amazing barrel age. There he is. Yeah. Fucking John. I like this a lot. I so, think this so, is... so John works with you? Yeah. He's one of the bakers at the Silver Reef. Uh-huh. And he and I talk about oh. beer all the time. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. He and I, uh, uh, of course, especially about the North Fork. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I've been kind of wanting him to get... Get him on the podcast. It's very low. It's very low. It's very low skank. I like it. (laughs) 
It's a uh, hey, it's, fuck you. I love skanks. It's, it's mighty dry for uh, a a a barrel and beer. This no. isn't the barrel aged no. stuff. No, well, it's going in a barrel. So can you imagine what this is going to taste like in a year from now? Well, How that 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 that's going to get darker, deeper, richer, sweeter. Well, mm. just based on my experience with beers, like uh, generally you barrel them when they're a little bit sweeter, and this one's you know pretty well fermented out. I mean, it's mm. not it's not a cloyingly sweet beer. It's no, it's yet. pretty dry. Not yeah. yet. So I'm wondering, but but that 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 would that would that would be based on like what kind of barrel they're aging it. If they if they age this in like a, into a sweeter wine barrel, that could really set it off. Mm-hmm. I could well, see it's not going to add sugar to it, pure, but it might add flavor. It, to it. It's not going to yeah. add the sugar, right? But it's going to bring the sweetness out from the from the the, the sugars that are in the barrel. But if you took a, a pure barrel, just an oak barrel, mm-hmm. could you imagine an oaky flavor? In this, I, need I think wa- it would be and, uh, absolutely port wine. I think this needs port wine. wine. I, I'm with, I'm with, I'm, you, you, I'm with you think it may be a Merlot or yeah, what are you no. thinking? This definitely Burgundy. Yeah, I wouldn't go with the Burgundy. Uh, I was thinking uh, uh, Chardonnay actually would would pair well with it. What? But yeah, the, 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 the yeah no. <laughs> No, I got Jeff. Just, you're wrong. It's up and walks. Wow, <laughs> that got Jeff I'm, off the table. I'm thinking the brightness of those grapes to bring Bordeaux would be absolutely perfect. You're, for going, this. you're going too dark. You're, you're going to mask no, the I'm flavor. No, I'm not. I'm not going to masturbate on. Yes, I will. But no, a Bordeaux, a Bordeaux would be perfect for this. So let's see where they go in a year. In a year from now, when they release those barrels, let's see where they went. Fuck you! I'm talking to John about this shit. <laughs> well, John's gonna have well, the skinny think... on what kind of barrel they went into. Exactly, and, it... and then I will smack you about the head and neck with a wet noodle. It better not have gone into a whiskey barrel because a whiskey barrel would no, kill no, us. No, 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 no. That would be terrible. <laughs> For some beers, the whiskey barrel works. Not this. Mm. Not this at all. You were correct, sir. This is a raw. That, that's why I say Chardonnay. Is Chardonnay is a lot less developed? I think. I think that's a perfect match. No, no, I don't think. I think you need to take raw and put it with something complex. This to me is a very raw beer. It's a very raw kind of double ale. Let's give him a call right now. Crazy John. <laughs> I get, wish I could, but guess get. what? Motherfuckers asleep. Crazy. <laughs> Because he's a fucking baker. Oh, yeah. He's going to be up in a couple of hours, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no. This, this is a raw taste of kind of a... It's a very raw Belgian taste. And it, it, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's good. But I think you're right. Ba- aged in barrels of what the fuck ever. We'll find out. I think it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. I would say this is one third Duncan of Wan- Wander's Rustic. <laughs> well, I would, uh, as it is now, regardless of what's going to happen to it in the future, I'd give this a three. Yeah, which for me is very, a, very good. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it. It's got good character. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's. <laughs> and now Jeff's wife is sitting in for him. Now we should tear Which into is, Jeff because Jeff can't defend himself. That's a great yeah, idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Mike, uh, I, I, I actually <laughs> Jeff of the female type. In the, uh, uh, I, I have a question for you. Yeah, okay. Uh, what do you think about John Bon Jovi? 
that is one of them. What do you say? Uh, gay? No, no, no. Oh, no, not Favorite gay. bands. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it. The, the, the thing that you look back, as we were talking about. You look back and you think... Nostalgia. Nostalgia I, is one I, of my nostalgia. I wish I could have had Richie Sambora's babies. No, okay. <laughs> John, John Bon Jovi, physically, as a man, he's fucking hot. He is. Him and Van Damme. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Even today? Oh, I, think, no, I think he got even better because he doesn't have the stupid long hair. Yeah. He's a very handsome man and look at his age. It's true. Look at my age. I'm aging pretty well. <laughs> you are my Who were you talking about? Me? Yeah, we were talking <laughs> about you. Who John Bon Jovi. As Jeff is the female type. We were asking Jeff as the female type. I am Jeff as the female type. What <laughs> <laughs> do you think about Bon Jovi? John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi is uh, he's he's okay. He's kinda, very handsome. Kind of horrible. No? <laughs> he's not. He's handsome, but only in certain spots of John Bon Jovi. <laughs> like, <laughs> I believe in, in the Moose he's Knuckle what? region. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. His hair <laughs> is beautiful. His eyes, lovely. His ass end, my cock could certainly enter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, maybe his cock is pretty. I don't know. He's I a very seen beautiful man. 50? Yeah. 50? Yeah. 50, no. He's... Um, yeah, no, he's in his he's 50s. He's got to be somewhere Absolutely. Yeah. He's probably roughly 10 years older than us. And I'm saying us, including this lovely gentleman right here. <laughs> he's only like two years older than me, but still. Fifty-three. Mm-hmm. He's eleven years older than I am. John Francis Bon Jovi Jr. So he's John F. Bon Jovi. <laughs> John fucking Bon Jovi. Fuck yeah! <laughs> From New Jersey. <laughs> I love the duck face. He was the first one to do the duck face. I don't know if anybody <laughs> notices. Yeah. But this face, every one of his videos. <laughs> he does that in every video he's ever made. Is that plastic surgery, though? I mean, did he? Uh, no, no. The duck face was not from plastic surgery. He's did it before. I don't think that's all what of Mike the meant. millennials. He is the first one to do duck face. That's all I'm saying. Go back and look at Bon Jovi's pictures. I, I feel. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it's time for the final thoughts. <laughs> My shit's broken. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Final thoughts, Jeff? <laughs> Beyond my shit's broken. Sorry, I would fuck Bon Jovi even at fifty three. <laughs> That's your final thought. Okay, <laughs> Brandon, do you have a final thought? Brandon, <laughs> I, I I I feel like I can trump this uh, uh, duck face uh, theory. <clears throat> no, you, you cannot. He used the first one to do duck face. No. no? Yes. Really? No, Audrey Hepburn did not. Never did duck face. No, no, the kissy face and duck face—two different fucking things. Sorry. Come back to me. I, I feel okay. like I've got a case. 
Well, I uh, I I actually compiled a bunch of Mike's best quotes. So I was gonna do a like a, a, a quote fest, but oh please, he said do, he didn't do, want. Do, do you want me to do it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I want you to do well, it. Right let me now. go through. I'll read In some. In fact, we'll pass it back and forth. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, from episode fourteen, Mike said, "It's not. It's the same technique I use. It's thrusting without energy." <laughs> Uh, from the same episode if there's one thing people are good at it's dying (laughs) here I'll give you this one this one's classic which one one the top one uh, 18 episode 18 18 you're giving me a eulogy I'm still alive no 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 no. you're just uh, this is your last 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 episode (laughs) ever (laughs) you say emotionally stunted like it's a bad thing Fuck, you're a beer retard, man, Rick. <laughs> I'm beer tard. That's where that that's where that originated, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, here's twenty one. <laughs> Last time I was that high was after somebody told me not to shit the sink. <laughs> Fucking Jim. Fucking Jim. We got to get Jimmy back on the fucking podcast. I don't think he's ever been on. Oh, number 22. Yeah. The white guy shtick is where you're telling jokes that are not fucking funny. (laughs) Also in 22 at uh, one hour and seven minutes and 28 seconds in. We're going to go to Vegas to eat like motherfuckers. <laughs> that's the best quote ever. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. You need to do this. Yeah. All day dick. You know, sometimes you come home from work and you're like, woman, come get this ADD. <laughs> here's, here's my favorite, though, right here. Um you know it's a good children's party when I ask the host what I should bring, and he says gin and tonic. <laughs> wow, that involves me a little bit. Oh. Involve you. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, so Rick, I've final, got final thoughts. thoughts. Yes, final thoughts. I think that Zsa uh, Zsa Gabor had a duck face before John Bon Jovi was born. <laughs> no, she didn't. John Bon she- Jovi invented duck face. I might, I might be a Brando on that. <sighs> Yeah, that could be a duck face. It could be. I'd have to go to the books. I don't want to commit to it, but yeah, I might be with them. To the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this episode is definitely over. All right. Good night, Dave. (laughs) Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. And after seventy episodes, good night, folks. Uh, You'll hear from me again. Oh yes, you will. A listener writes in, Dear Beer Plus 3, I'm wondering what Jeff's best pickup line is. Could you please tell me? Thanks. Well, Jeff, what is your favorite pickup line? I wanna be. I wanna be your Jack Ryan. Excellent. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff's Watman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. 
Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. I mean, it wasn't being evil. It wasn't being an asshole. It was bringing balance to the no, force. No, he was a Sith Lord. But he was his his ultimate goal was to bring balance to the force. That's what the Jedi said his goal was. But I don't know if he ever actually said it. I, he's not it a bad guy. He might be a, made out a bad guy, but by the end of this trilogy, he's going to be the good guy. Yeah, could be. I like can see Snape. that. <laughs> like Snape, exactly. Like Snape. I watched a video last week of uh, some guy was actually criticizing uh, the the original movies. He was kind of taking yeah. them on because, and his premise was, you know, everybody attacks the prequels, but I want to look at the original movies because there's some stupid shit in those movies. Too. Oh yeah, and he, oh I know, and it's just like you gotta you gotta overlook it. You gotta look at it for what it is. But one of the things he does, he says, oh, there's this big buildup about Luke's gonna get turned to the dark side, and if he gives into his anger and attacks Vader, that's the only way he can defeat him. But if he does that, he's gonna turn into the dark side. So there's like the big tension. But then what happens at the end? He does get angry, turns to the dark side briefly, attacks Vader, and then all of a sudden. You know, when the Emperor's approaching him and saying, good, you did it, blah, blah, blah. And then he just turns around and throws his lightsaber away and says, no. And then the guy's going, what the fuck? He goes, he he turned to the dark side. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm sitting there going, I'm going, did you miss the part where he looked at Vader's hand and then looked at his own hand and mm-hmm. had a little moment of, holy shit, what am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm becoming that. You, that was people like can talk little... shit about Jedi all they want. That was a good movie. That was a great movie. People are pissed off about Ewoks. It's like, okay. I don't care if they're they're adorable little furries. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that that look on your face. Girls love Ewoks. I don't find anything wrong. Ewoks were not such a prolific part of the movie. It wasn't like the Jar Jar Binks thing where he was like most of the movie. Yeah, was Jar Jar Binks. Being Jar Jar Binks, and I always felt like the Ewoks balance out because Return of the Jedi without the Ewoks would have been a dark fucking movie. I mean, you've got the good guy basically turns himself over, and then the bad guy yep, takes yep. him. Yeah, it takes yep, him. Yep. Takes him over to the uh, the cartoon. Yeah, I remember the cartoon. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, there's just like it would have been a little too heavy. I think if you didn't have something, something a little light. In yeah. There. yeah. And Absolutely. even the Ewoks have got like dark, mo- like they're gonna fucking eat the good guys yeah. at the beginning. People never talk about that. They're always, yeah, oh, they're always running around throwing rocks at the stormtroopers. Like, yeah, they were also gonna eat the good guys. <laughs> they were gonna eat people, <laughs> and then the only reason they didn't is because of it's because 3PO. they're religious fanatics and they were tricked. <laughs> they're not all cute and cuddly. <laughs> they basically three PO did the whole uh, um, what was his name? Oh. Uh, uh, Christopher Colon, uh, Christopher yeah. Columbus thing, where uh, Christopher Columbus, when he, he first got to the Americas, people thought he was the guy that was supposed to return. He was part of the legend. Well, what the natives did was yeah. test that theory and started uh, holding their heads underwater for a very long time to see if they were immortal. So that didn't last long. I heard the first part of that previously. I've never heard the second part. Yes. Yeah, you, nobody ever talks about that second part. I never heard about that. Because guess what? The natives weren't as stupid as most people think. They were yeah, like, well, these yeah. guys are a bit dickish. <laughs> Let's see if they really are immortal. <laughs> the bubbles are stopping. The bubbles are stopping. <laughs>
<laughs> you are decidedly not godlike. You're not a god. Now we know. Did, did, did you? You know what I did? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Go, I was going to say, did you see the comic this morning to the the one that I can't unsee with R two D two? No. Huh? And, and and the uh, Death Star. No. I did not. Uh, see that. It it opens with BB eighty eight. Yeah. Rolling through the desert. Okay. And then you get a, a little picture of R two getting ready to plug into the Death Star. We all know the scene where he mm-hmm. plugs in, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a little caption about giving it to the Death Star. Yeah. So you end up you you end up with this robot that's half Death Star, half R two D two. Funny. They can't unsee that one, so no. that, I don't know. That might spoil the movie for me. That's uh, yeah. That's the origin story right there. Yeah. <laughs> I went to go help my World War II vet with his Mac again. Yeah. I had to Google how to fix a Mac. Yeah. It's still stupid. <laughs> He said it should not be that difficult to delete porn off a computer. <laughs> I should not have to Google how to remove porn from a Mac. So, so, uh, okay, I was thinking like boot up problems no, no, or no. some kind of. How, how old is your former client? Okay, so my client is a kamikaze survivor, World War II vet. Yeah. Um, Greatest yeah. generation. <laughs> um, I think he was 15. Still He's scared 18. of his wife. <laughs> um, wait. What did you say again? What was he again? He's a kamikaze survivor, so he was in Pearl Harbor. Kamikaze survivor. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. That sounds like a monster. You Python said kamikaze thing, pilot, and I was oh, like, did I say pilot? so he failed? I'm, t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, guys. It's been a long fucking week that I spent in Vancouver it, and then in Everett, and now I'm sad. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to be that I'm almost home. I'm just ready to not go anywhere for a few days. Yeah. <sighs> Absolutely, but Kamikaze Survivor does sound kind of like a Monty Python thing. Kamikaze Survivor. I'm going through the twelve step program of yeah, yeah, like getting myself back room, together. And then, like, you open the door, and there's like one guy sitting there in a chair, and all these this ring of all these empty seats. <laughs> I, I, I got many steam. <laughs> and then he just keeps falling so, over. The, the Kamikaze Survivor. Had Pretty porn clear. on his yeah, computer that you had to delete for yeah, him? So a couple of times. <laughs> the, and that was part of your job? The, lo, the Ronin. The uh, Ronin. Yes. That didn't commit Harry Carey. So, I think that we should hold on to that for the podcast because what? that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the porn survivor story. Yeah. The, the porn survivor. <laughs> <laughs> survivor. Did I mention oh, Jeff is uh, pumped up on way too many coffees and uh, probably shouldn't be up so late? You have to move the microphone to be... A little closer. Oh, uh, perfect, I perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay, I'm done. He's a very nice man, guys. I don't remember ladies having this much tattoos and no hair. <laughs> I think he's actually said that to me before. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and the big fake boobies. Yeah. They were never that round when I was a kid. There's something <laughs> wrong there. Great guy. He and his wife are adorable. I love them to death. Yeah. But it's not just getting rid of porn. It's like just doing general Mac stuff. And the fact that I had to Google on my PC how to fix a fucking Mac is really stupid. Well, about ninety. in my experience, about 90% of the problems on Macs can be fixed by zapping the PRAM. What That's a process. Oh, 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 yeah, baby. That's what so Mac I've done. Users that do. actually, I've done that. And um, 
and running. Not with the running. All I'm thinking about is a sex toy now. Zapping yeah. the P Ram. Oh yeah. And running the what's known as the disc first aid. If you do those two things, oh, and the repair permissions. If you do those those three things. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, that's you. You you'll fix most of the problems. Most of. The, I just want to zap the P Ram. You want to zap the P Ram? Well, you hold down Control Option P and R on startup. And okay. then you wait until you hear the startup chime twice. Uh, yeah. First, you got to get a. Is that what it sounds like? And then you, uh, then you, pr- you hold on to those buttons, oh, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> you hear the First, you got to get a third hand to press them all at the same time. No <laughs> shit. That's true. That's true. Uh, but in the uns- ulcerating silence perspective comes the way it always does for its ransom. So, ran. Lee, someone calls, the phone rings, and it brings Niagara Falls. At 3 o'clock in the morning, you'd better be dying, and you were. So we talked about the time and where it went, unremarkable events. Sell it, baby. And how one day took two days, and then three got spent, and then you'd continue careful in degrees, trying to do one true beautiful thing, and it's your beautiful thing. It'd be our beautiful thing if we could mecha-leka high. Mecha-leka hiney-ho. I'm ready, Jeff. Excellent. 